screen for you. We have um, Suzanne Mujali and Mamu Shatila from Southern Cross Care, New South Wales and ACT. And they, they are going to present today the green matinee. Thank you. Uh, thanks very much. So firstly, I'd like to say thank you uh, for the opportunity to come and talk to you uh, today. We'd like to discuss some of our achievements um, as an aged care provider um, with regard to sustainability. Um, we'd like to also discuss some of our goals um, and share with you um, some of the practical examples that we've been able to um, achieve, um, some of the cost savings and things that we've managed to achieve um, uh, and, you know, hopefully you'll be able to use some of those things in your sustainability uh, journey as well. Um, at Southern Cross Care, we're very proud of our accomplishments, um, and not only those that um, by the Green Team. Uh, so, um, throughout Southern Cross Care, there is an unwavering commitment to provide superior care and services to elderly people. Um, we try to facilitate people, um, uh, you know, living individual um, lives of um, and uh, achieving their um, individual needs and aspirations. So this is actually Charlie, who had the lifelong ambition to uh, jump out of a plane, um, and we helped him to achieve that. So um, that was on his bucket list. He's ticked that off his bucket list, which is wonderful for him. Um, Southern Cross Care is a not-for-profit not organisation. Um, we provide quality aged care services across 40 locations. Um, we have uh, metropolitan and rural services. Um, uh, we were established more than 40 years ago by the Knights of the Southern Cross, which are an order of Catholic laymen. Um, we offer residential services, we offer community packages, um, we offer retirement living. Um, at, the, at the moment, we currently support uh, 3,500 uh, elderly people. Um, at Southern Cross Care, we acknowledge our um, responsibility of stewardship. Uh, for the communities that um, that we work in, as well as the environment. Um, we've always been strong advocates of corporate social responsibility. Um, we continually strive uh, to do that in, in all of our operations. Um, we do this by being responsible in the environments that we operate. Um, and um, it makes Southern Cross Care a leading aged care provider and an employer of choice. Uh, um, as we all know that um, clients prefer organisations who practice corporate social responsibility. Um, so of our 40 locations, uh, only 17 are situated within metropolitan areas. So the majority of them are actually rural. Um, in those rural towns, um, we are often the main source of employment uh, for nurses, for carers, for physiotherapists, for chemists, for um, you know other external providers as well. Um, and we're also the sometimes the only service provider in an area. Um, so you know, our, we provide services for the elderly, um, and we're the only ones there. Um, so wherever possible, we engage local suppliers. Um, we support local business, uh, try, you know, in the aim of reducing transport, reducing cost, but also, um, you know. Uh, 
minimising the impact on the environment um, in that regard. Um, we have social housing initiatives. So at the moment, about 20% of our units are currently occupied by uh, pensioner rentals. So um, we give back to the community in, in that regard as well. Um, we've put plans to increase those over the next three to five years as well. Um, we've even provided our old uniforms for recycling in different, in different um, countries for reuse in, I think it's South South Africa, I think it is. Um, yeah, so uh, corporate social responsibility has always been a part of what we do and it's uh, quite easily led us into the path of sustainability. Um, so our goal is to ensure that wherever possible, um, our activities promote environmentally responsible, sustainable practices to build a better future in our, in our communities and for the environment. Um, we practice sustainability for many reasons. Um, these include, you know, the fact that it's a win-win. Um, it makes good business sense in most cases, and we believe in being good corporate citizens. Um, at Southern Cross Care, our values are actually heart. We work with heart. So so honesty, empathy, acceptance, respect and teamwork. Um, and sustainability sits very nicely with those values. Um, being efficient with our resources saves us money, making us financially responsible too. And, and given that Southern Cross Care is a not-for-profit organisation, um, the money that we do save goes back into our services and into um, our resident care or client care. Um, we're considered a leader in the aged care sector and we demonstrate this across uh, all levels of our operations, including sustainability, um, to maintain that status. Uh, we prepare, we're preparing for the future with sustainability. Um, there is a huge increase in competition in the aged care sector at the moment with the client-focused care and, and um, client-directed care coming on board. Um, and so, you know, there's so many things that we need to take into consideration and being sustainable is actually putting us at, at the forefront in the aged care industry. Um, uh, so we're looking at things like climate variations, um, increased utility prices, all of those things to uh, make us more competitive. Um, the more electricity and gas that we use, the more greenhouse gases we emit, um, you know, which further uh, contributes to climate change. So we don't want to be doing that. Um, and obviously, you know, research indicates that by 2028, the most sought after resource will be water. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're looking to, to conserve our, our resources wherever we possibly can. Um, and a lot of our work has also been in, in terms of uh, resource management, which Mahmoud will talk about in a moment. But, um, you know, we have a huge amount of waste that is sent to landfill. Um, and it's uh, something that we've been looking at for a long time um, in order to try and reduce our footprint. Um, but to further grow in this area, we've actually joined um, the Office of the Environment and Heritage uh, Program, which is Sustainability Advantage. Um, and we joined in 2010. So we're silver members at the moment and we're aiming for gold membership. Um, it's a business support service. So um, they give us tools to um, help the organisation understand sustainability, uh, to su successfully manage uh, the business um, for a better environment and to add business value as well. So we'll talk about some of the, the um, outcomes that we've achieved as a result of that. Um, as part of our early works with Sustainability Advantage, 
language, we actually measured, uh, and you talked, was it Chris that talked about measuring energy? Um, so we actually measured uh, our energy waste and uh, water uh, to establish benchmarks because you can't see the the um, value of the initiatives that you do if you don't do that. So we've done those things. Um, and based on those benchmarks, we've, we set some targets to reduce them on an annual basis. Um, and we've undertaken a range of initiatives uh, which have included um, different streams such as resource management, waste management um, and people engagement as well, which we've, we've touched on um, more recently. Um, many of our 2,000 plus employees are actually actively um, involved in our sustainability programs. Um, and our green team um, was actually formed in 2010. We have members from across the organisation um, in areas such as care, finance, marketing, property, procurement. Um, we've got people in culture. We've got our HR representative as well. Um, and at the moment, it is people who have a passion um, for sustainability. Um, but we have looked at, um, and I believe we're advertising for a uh, sustainability officer at the moment, which is great. So I'll pass over to Mahmoud. Hi, everyone. I'll just talk briefly about our sustainability pathway and just the initial steps, what we've done or looking to do. And... The diagrams for the Office of Environment Heritage surveyed 106 aged care facilities across New South Wales, and the charts up there, one of them shows the breakdown of waste volume into various categories, such as AHP, which is absorbent um, hygiene products or incontinence pads, and paper and cardboard and food waste. And you can see that a large proportion of waste is attributed to AHP waste, 36%. And yeah, the other chart show, on the other side shows the breakdown of energy usage into categories such as hot water production, heating, um, lighting, and with the majority of energy use being attributed to heating and cooling at 27%. So just taking the HK facility energy usage first as part of our resource management approach, based on the chart, you can see 68% of electricity is actually from heating, is, comes from heating, cooling, hot water production and lighting. And we can achieve a lot based on targeting these areas alone. As for our resource management, for what we actually have done, as part of our resource management approach, we regularly track and monitor our usage in terms of gas, electricity and water. Here we got the energy data from 2011 and compared to 2014, how much we've saved. We also bench do benchmarking against other aged care facilities across, the, across New South Wales, and that's part of the ACS, which is Age and Community Services Benchmarking Tool, which is a website service that helps us compare on a per bed basis. This work helps us, this, our per bed is like our KPI, which is just so if we continue to grow, we can, continually track how we're improving and any sites that normally underachieve on that benchmarking tool we're normally targeted to do some energy efficiency works and as you can see by the table we have achieved an electricity savings per bed from the baseline year of 2011 compared to 2014 what we saved was 473.59 kilowatt hours per bed out of over 1400 beds and that's 5.7 percent decrease and same for natural gas, we saved 4.2%. And 
and its combined greenhouse gas emissions of 414 kilograms per bed, and that's 4.9% decrease. And to put this into perspective, the savings of 414 kilograms per bed per annum comes to 631,250 kilograms of greenhouse gases per annum across our organisation. And it's approximately equivalent to powering 90 houses running carbon neutral per annum in Australia. And that's based on the IPART data of 7,000 kilograms an average house uses in, in Australia. More on resource management, what some of the works we've done, and usually as we track on our, our benchmarking, whatever facilities are achieving poorly or below the benchmark, below the desire or what they should be, we target them with some energy audits projects and we, we get an auditor to check what we use energy, how different opportunities, how we can save, and they give us a list of works. We then see the business case, see what's relevant, we tr and then get a pro funding approval from our board or management and then proceed with the works. We've done this at two facilities in the past and that was our facility in Sydney in Marsfield, another one in Canberra at Garen. And as you can see in the table, the savings we achieved compared to the baseline on that site um, has been good and significant and the paybacks have always been just over two years financially, which again helps us get funding for future projects as we continue to want to grow further. And, yeah, some of the works we do as the energy efficiency works that we do includes, like, retrofitting lighting to LEDs, installing photovoltaic systems, as in, which is solar panels, and adjusting the air conditioning, the HVAC set points, so, like, the temperature, wherever we have a building management system, we can automatically have it in winter set to certain temperature, in somewhat certain temperature, which saves significantly without having to spend too much as well. And the the value, based on the table, the task, the value equivalent, what we saved comes to over 600,000 just out of our Marsfield facility, and then over 200,000 kilowatt hours, that is, in less in two years at our Garen facility in um, ACT. And combined together, this comes to powering 72 houses per annum in Australia with running electricity free, basically. Another work we've done was our Tweed Heads site, where this is the only site where we have a solar photovoltaic system, 87.9 kilowatt system, and we've had it for 12 months. So far, we've it's a system generated 143,000 kilowatt hours of electricity in less than 12 months, and all the electricity generated we've used on site. And it helps for HK because it's operating all the time and whenever there's the sun is out, where that's when we're using energy the most and helps reduce our total usage and also reduce our bills. In, a year, in less than a year, we've saved $31,267 from electricity bill at that site. There was an initial investment of 170000 for the system at this rate, it's going to be a payback just under six years, which we factored at first six and a half, so it's looking very promising so far. Yeah. And it's also equivalent to powering 17 houses per annum. 17 houses on the side. As for waste management, we've this is another area we've made some changes and we're looking to do more changes as well. And 
especially when waste sent to landfill, it takes many years to decompose, in the process damaging the land release and releasing greenhouse gas emissions into the atmosphere. And based on the chart in the HK facilities waste volume breakdown, um, only 21% of waste is not readily, readily, readily recyclable. And the highest waste stream of HK facilities has been AHP, which is incontinence pads for us in HK, and that's 36%. And they, and they go straight into landfill currently. And in an attempt to target this, in early 2013, Southern Cross Care became the first organization to sign a contract with the waste and recycling company Reliver, and their program was to recycle incontinence pads. Um, and Reliver is, st is still is not operational yet. They're still working progress, so looking to get funding, and they're hoping to be open later this year. And the idea is to have for a uh, part of that agreement, four of our Sydney facilities will take all the continents in continents pads waste to reliver, and where from these they can make um, recycled chairs like the park bench you can see that that's in our Maryland's HK facility right now. Yeah. Um, other waste management works that we have done and are looking into includes on-site uh, food waste composting through worm farms or composting machines like liquid food composters. We're looking to get a worm farm in at one of our regional sites in Kuramundra. The manager there is very passionate and the staff as well. And we're also getting help with the EPA funding that had funding for food waste applications open early and the, the results should come out in June. So that also helps in our business case and getting approval for further funding as well. Other works we've done, we've been reviewing our current practices and where we can, we re depending on the site, we reduce the number of waste to landfill bins, increase increase the number of recycling bins and paper and cardboard bins, which also kind of forces the staff to put them in the right bins because you're out of waste because you don't want your um, waste bins overflowing, and that also helps. And other things we do, we've established some relationships with charity organizations where we give them our old furniture, where we recycle them, like some company we've used recently is based in Liverpool. They're a youth and disability services company and they take our old furniture and they resell it, recycle it, use the timber, the steel out of it, wherever possible. And another item we've done is installing some cardboard balers at our sites where that reduces the volume of cardboard and gives the staff a bit of an incentive to use. It's a bit of a playing machine to put cardboard and squash them with it. And that's shown good engagement from there. And another, another part of our recycling um, activities are like these ones pictured above, where here we have fascinators created from recycled bra cups and inserts which we, which our residents at our Tweed Heads facility use at the Melbourne Cup Day activities. And yeah, and also on the other side you have some Christmas decorations created by from recycled medication cups by our and by our staff at Bombala. Two different regions in New South Wales and everyone's recycling. And now I'll pass on to Suzanne to talk about procurement. 
Recycling sort of comes second nature for our clientele. They, they're quite used to it. They've been doing it for a long time, so yeah, they have lots of fun with it. Um, in terms of procurement, um, Southern Cross Care's procurement coordinator, Sean, who's here right now, say hello, Sean, yeah, um, is a regular contributor to, um, to the Green Team, um, to all of our initiatives and all of our meetings, so that's great. Um, we did a review of the supply chain model, which actually assisted us to get uh, silver status in the Sustainability Advantage Program. Um, so we have supplier audits, questionnaires, um, and they were completed uh, to ensure that our suppliers share the same corporate social responsibility that we that we do. Um, we've de developed a sustainable procurement policy as well, thanks to Sean, so that's wonderful. Um, our tender documents contain questions regarding CSR and sustainability, um, and it's considered in all of our purchasing and all of our contracts. Um, decisions are made regarding procurement using more than just cost, and an example of that is our recent um, renegotiation, renegotiation of our electricity contract, um, and it was decided that we would switch to 50% renewable energy for all of our sites, um, which certainly wasn't the most cost-effective option, as anyone who's looked in it, uh, into that would know, um, but we had that win um, with our board uh, and our CEO, so that was wonderful. Um, we've changed things like our toilet paper, our paper towels, our, um, uh, our paper products. We encourage people to print both sides and all of those sorts of things as well. Um, we're also actively looking at our fleet of vehicles um, and trying to reduce travel with the use of video conferencing and other um, measures as well because we're, we're so spread out. Um, in terms of people engagement, um, based on our employee engagement project, 82% um, of our employees support Southern Cross Care being an environmentally responsible organisation. Um, and that's actually 6% higher than the average within the aged care sector. So we've got lots of passionate people um, who work for us. Um, but due to our scattered structure across New South Wales and the ACT, um, the works being conducted in one location aren't necessarily um, taken up in another. So that's something that we're, that we're working on. Um, and in order to do that, we completed the employee engagement module um, recently. So the main purpose of that module um, is to uh, embed sustainability into the workplace. So similar to what um, people are doing at the MARTA, which is great. Um, uh, so, yeah, we'd like to facilitate change processes uh, to maximise motivation and minimise resistance wherever we can. Um, the key actions resulting from that module uh, to target engagement across the organisation uh, have included, you know, creating flyers, fact sheets with guidelines um, to basic sustainability practices to enlighten our staff, um, residents and our clients too. So people living in the community, people living in, in our retirement, retirement villages as well will have those the, those resources. Um, setting up regional green teams because we're so diversely um, scattered across the, the state. Um, and then having um, a project officer at head office to coordinate the, um, you know, and a centralised communication point. Um, adding sustainability to staff induction. So we've recently reviewed our induction um, processes and, and sustainability is becoming part of that uh, induction service. And it's really exciting to see that that you actually have that as well. So, you know, it's, it's wonderful. Um, 
we're also uh, running sustainability competitions across all of our, our sites uh, to engage staff, residents, volunteers, visitors, um, and some of those pictures that you saw earlier with the, the um, bra cups and the snowmen, um, you know, getting people to share those stories to um, engage more people. Um, we're also running educational sessions on sustainability at local facility levels um, to, to demonstrate the best ways to practice sustainability for the staff um, and to involve everybody as well. Um, and we currently communicate green stories via our staff newsletters and our resident newsletters. So we're going to continue doing those, um, put some more information up on our website. So we currently have um, information there, but we're um, looking to better that. Um, Okay, so our future plans for uh, Southern Cross Care, we'd really like to achieve a 15% reduction in greenhouse gas emissions um, against our baseline of 2011. So that's the benefit of measuring that we can we can set those those goals into the future. We'd like to develop programs uh, to generate energy on site and recycle as much waste as we can um, to ensure a zero net impact. That would be ideal. Um, we would like to work with universities and external research facilities to conduct research on improving sustainability within the aged care sector. And I think we've, we've had some connections made recently. Um, and that's to benefit the organisation um, and our clients, but, as, uh, but the aged care sector as a whole as well. Um, we want to become a sustainability leader and we want to be a benchmark for the aged care industry. Um, and we want to achieve gold status. We've got the silver, we want the gold, so. Um, um, Southern Cross Care's sustainability journey is an ongoing mission to operate at the most sustainable form possible, whilst promoting our values and enabling our residents and clients to live life to the full. So this lovely lady has actually gotten back onto the ice skating ring. She was a figure skater for many, many years um, and was actually bed bound probably three weeks before this photo was taken. She wasn't able to sit in a chair long enough to get into the ice skating ring. So we, um, after some lots of training and, and um, physiotherapy and uh, yeah, she managed to get back onto the ice skating ring. Um, that's what we do. We assist people to live life to the full. Uh, and that's all we have. Thank you.